passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off and free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pant, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the performance package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at Manscaped.com. Escape.com promo code bubble. Let's get this party started. I got a lot to say. Gonna be off the air for eight, nine, ten days. God only knows. Welcome to the Anna Hummel Show. What a great name for a show. I quite like it. 81390-BUBBA, if you would like to call in and contribute to the conversation, I'd love to have you. Maybe. I don't know. Depends on who calls in, what we discuss. Uh, The chaotic few days, of course, we had the uh, hurricane. Just want to uh, apologize for my absence. I I felt really bad about it, but I felt less bad because I tried. You know, it's not for lack of trying. I I set my alarm early yesterday morning because I knew I was going to have to take the long way to work. And I really thought I was going to beat the storms. I really thought that I could outmuscle the elements with my my wit and good planning and my great driving. And uh, unfortunately, I just I could not. I could not. I was stopped at a, at a barricade. And I saw the water seeping in and then you just start to kind of juggle. You go, well, would I rather, you know, Bubba be mad at me, which he wouldn't have been. But, you know, just show you want to show your your dedication to the team. I feel like a lot of your the social credit score around here is um, is predicated on your your dedication to the team. You know, Lummy shows this often. Uh, I feel like I do, Dan does, Jay does, Red, everybody, Macho. You wanted to show how much you care and how much you want to 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 please the master. So one of the last things you want to do is not please the master. And sometimes, at least in this business, one of the greatest fears I have and most radio people have, or most, I don't want to say most people, but especially here, it's not like there's tenure here where no one's contracted. It's just kind of like, you know, I like you, I like you, until I don't like you, until, go, get away from me, you know, until that happens. So uh, one of the worst fears I have is that, you know, your absence, your absence isn't felt, you know, things went just as smoothly 
People didn't really notice you were gone. Um, We could do it just fine without you. That is something nobody wants to hear. So I tried my best. But as I saw that water seeping in, and I posted the video on Instagram so that everyone could see um, that I wasn't lying, that it's not for lack of trying, that I I really did want to be here. And there's, 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 it's extra fun at work when shit's going down. I don't know. It, it's, it is more fun. I remember when I was at the bone and I was able to make it there during Irma and did like eight hours. I think I was doing phones for Drew and people are calling in, you know, boots on the ground style saying that this gas station's open and that gas station is open. And it's just a more exciting time. You know, especially for people who like weather stuff. I happen to know one quite well where we, if like much like the um, the call to prayer is ever is like five times a day. It was every three hours with the spaghetti models. You know, it was like up oh, new report up oh, new reports up. So we were watching the storm closely. But then as I as I saw that the uh, the storm was moving west and north and you know wasn't going to be a massive issue for tampa bay i really stopped paying attention i'm gonna not gonna lie to you i was just like all right well we'll we'll be fine i guess and uh didn't really pay attention to it uh i assumed the courtney campbell for those that are local it's a big uh bridge slash causeway that connects pinellas to hillsborough county and i assumed that was closed Uh, my sources told me and so, yeah, I, I tried to take the long way to work, thought I could out-muscle the elements, outsmart the elements, and the elements won, you know, much like they won in Denver last time I was there uh, for my birthday last year and thought that I, uh, I was warned about this altitude sickness people speak of, and I just thought that I'm like, please, I intermittent fast. I can out-muscle anything. I was wrong. Uh, got real sick. Not real sick, but it, sick enough to not have a great time. So seeing as how that's not an option this time, because I have uh, a weekend of events, which sounds uh, hoity-toity, but it's it's not. I barely made the guest, uh, guest list cut. Barely. And you know this when you don't get a plus one. Um, and I know I've talked about this before. It is odd, and every time I bring it up to a new per- person, the reaction is very much the same. It's, uh, what the fuck? And then it makes me question my friendship and relationship to the person who invited me to the wedding in the first place. And uh, at first I would excuse it because I I know what it's like to be frivolous. Not frivolous, uh, frugal, excuse me. I know what it's like to be frugal and on a budget. And uh, I I understand that sort of thing. Um, but also I don't because when I talk to the people, they go, geez, like your friend sucks. And then it makes me not want to go to the wedding at all because I'm like, man, I guess I don't really matter to this person that they didn't even offer up a plus one. They didn't even offer it up. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Again, it's one of those things where the last few weddings I've been invited to and didn't get a plus one. To be honest with you, I was I was a little bit surprised I even got invited to the wedding at all. It was one of those. It was one of those we were best friends at one time, but we haven't spoken in several years. But when I think about my life and I think about the highlights of my life, you were a part of it. That's what that invitation says to me. It doesn't say you're my best friend and... We hang out all the time or even update each other on each other's lives very frequently. It says, when I look back at my life, at my most fun and drunkest moments, you were there. And I want you to be there for this drunk moment. And that's why I always accept. I love, love weddings. I think they are a massive waste of money. A massive waste of everyone's I don't want to say a waste of time because I am going to this. It's a massive waste of time on the person planning and that's not getting paid for it. If you're a wedding planner and that's your job, obviously it's not a waste of time. That's that's your bread and butter. But for those that are planning and uh, I don't know, I feel like I worry about enough dumb shit that for me to worry about more dumb shit like a centerpiece or the color of napkins would drive me crazy because it seems like the details for the day are endless. 
Everything from, you know, where it is, what you're eating, what the centerpiece is, the tablecloths, what, what is this person wearing, what is that person wearing, what color is the bow tie, does it match the bridesmaids, all that sort of shit. Oh, John Costica with a 1999. Thank you. Making money for the big man in the operation. I appreciate you very much. So, uh, yeah, leaving for Denver in a few hours. Very excited. It just seems like so much is going on between the storm and the wedding and the packing and the preparing and then being off of work for a week, which I, I, I know this sounds insane, but like I, I miss this shit. The only thing that's great about not about being off uh, from here is just I don't have to wake up as early. That's literally it. Everything else I love, like I would, I would love this to be a part of my daily routine all the time. I don't even like think of it as work. Oftentimes, the only part that's like eh, is waking up at you know five a.m. and leaving at five fifteen. Um, that's why you know I I can't I'm not willing to do the full you know face and makeup and get ready. I get ready in the dark. Um, I have like a little nightlight deal. And I prepare my clothes for the, the from the day before, so I I'm you know eyes just half shut, half open, stumbling around in the bathroom trying to get ready. So that's the only problem with this job is the time. But if it were other than that, it's the best. It's so much fun. You just you go, you talk shit, and you have a, a good time with your pals, with your buds, talking about some stuff that you find uh, interesting, unless it's sports. 81390Bubba. I feel like I, I I can't even learn sports even if I wanted to. Like my brain just it repels it. it like oil and water. When I start hearing them talk about sports, it's for me it's very much a uh, like a Charlie Brown teacher. Like how do the fuck do you remember so much about things that I find horribly uninteresting. It is impressive where it's just like these people, not just these people, you know, Lummy and Rhett know a lot about sports and other things, but some people don't know anything about anything. And then all of a sudden sports come comes around and they just know where a player went to the, the record and the stats and where they went to school and who they married and where they lived. And it's just like, wow, that is a lot in my mind of useless information to keep uh, stored upstairs. But, you know, it, it brings a lot of joy to a lot of people, so I can't I can't take that away from them, okay? It brings people happiness. It brings people joy. And I'm not here to be a thief of joy. Okay, maybe a little bit. But, uh, yeah, and I understand that a lot of my interests people find horribly uninteresting. Like, my fascination with just the the, the want and desire to not just live as long as I can, but to live as long as I can and not be shitting myself and be of sound mind. Like I'm always trying to biohack and uh, Netflix heard my calls and my prayers and they answered the bubble light 999 on the super chat. God bless. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, there's a new Netflix series, and I didn't even bring it up on the show today because, like, I know these people, they don't give a fuck. You know, they just, they, the people, I feel like that, that listen to the show, the majority of them, they just want to enjoy themselves. And I get it. I understand not everyone is hooked on this desire to live as long as possible for, and be healthy for as long as possible. But I just, I just, I find it so empowering. You know, they talk about female empowerment. That means nothing to me. Uh, empowerment to me is being able to control uh, aspects of your life uh, that really do affect the outcome. Like, by, like, incredible margins, you know. So I started the series. I think it's called Live to 100, the Blue Zones. And it's this guy who apparently has biked across five different continents um, and he's seen a lot of parts of the world, and the next thing he wants to tackle is, of course, you know, longevity, cracking the the code of senescence, how to prevent it from happening, or if not prevent it, you can't prevent it, but at least you can slow its roll and um, try to try to dial in certain aspects of your life so that you you live not only just a longer life because that's not. That's only half of the equation is living longer. I don't want to live longer in a vegetative state or, you know, a, a 
highly immobile state. I want to live as long as possible and keep my marbles and keep um, my my chickens and what's the other one? Uh, mementos and my chickens. That's that's what I want. And I like also the fact that a lot of these things that you can do are free. I think that's really what gets me is that it's it's shit that doesn't cost no money or no more money. Obviously, food costs money, but there are ways to eat healthily uh, for a, a low cost. It's you don't have to have like the crazy organic ice and the what the uh, acai bowl you don't have to do all that shit you, there's there's ways to work around it and uh, i just love it i love learning about it and i think i also love learning about it because it's an echo chamber for me because i'm already doing it it's it's very much how people view politics i don't really get off on politics as much anymore because it's just you know like me watching fox news and agreeing with someone there i'm not like yeah fuck you fuck yeah i'm just like yeah whatever you know, you're you're just you're play you're placating to your constituents, and I I may happen to agree, but, you know, just on a, a coincidence, I agree with you on some issue, but it doesn't really like get me off. Like longevity gets me off. Talking about longevity, health, fitness, nutrition, that shit gets me off. That's my echo chamber. I've realized when people start talking about how good intermittent fasting is, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, that's right, because that's how I've constructed my life is all around this shit because, I don't know, for me it's fun. I like to view my body as an experiment, and before I start preaching the gospel and telling people how to live their lives, at first I will do the experiment on myself. Yes, it's a sample of one, but I think it's a pretty good one. And it's it's easy for me to kind of um, uh, take note of all the changes that are happening, right? It's not like I have to take time and interview someone. How do you feel? How do, it's, it's easy for me to just like check in and go, I feel better. I'm doing good. I feel less bloated. I'm losing fat, like whatever, you know, and not, and this is probably the first thing time I've said this out loud, which I am a little bit hesitant to do. And I don't know where, if the, I can knock on any wood, if anything's made of wood, it just seems like it's made of, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a tin can, but, uh, since I started intermittent fasting in June, of 2021, I have not gotten sick, not one time. I usually get knocking on wood, knocking on wood, all the wood. And I'm not saying, again, this is a loose correlation, not saying that there's any causation involved, but I usually get sick once or twice a year where it's like feeling like shit a few days, usually in a typical time, usually around Christmas, Thanksgiving, I usually come down with something at least once a year. And, uh, yeah, nothing. Not, eh, well, did I get COVID? When did I get COVID? No, I got COVID before. I I got COVID in, in August of, in April of 21. So it was before I started intermittent fasting. So I'm good. I'm good. Um, and, and sometimes you just, did, does anyone else ever want to get sick sometimes? Not like cancer sick, please. But like where you just, your body needs a break and you're like, fuck, I wish I just had a legitimate excuse to be contagious. So that I like could just relax for a second. You know, maybe you're not sleeping all that great. And you, I don't know if people are like me where they get down on themselves if they don't feel like they've been productive enough. You're like you, you maybe reflect back on the day when you're in bed and you go, what the fuck? Why was I on social media for an hour when I could have been reading about, you know, uh, Operation Ivy Bells? Like I could have been, I could have been learning stuff about human relations or about mitochondrial uncoupling, which I'm kind of getting into again, polyphenols I like, history, Roman Empire. Got lots of interest. But no, I was watching goddamn cat videos. And I don't even like cats. So why am I watching them? Uh, ah! <laughs> Ow! 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 I was on you close. I was so in the zone, I did not even. You were in the zone. I was so in the zone. Hold, listen to me. You hold the you hold the microphone like a cock. Well, this is what happens. It's floppy cock. It will not stay, bear man. Trust me, I've tried to twist it and tighten it. It doesn't fucking work. See? See? Now you want me to talk like this? Because this probably is the worst look. Come on. How does it work for you? Do you rest it on this? By the way, Bub, if you're not, if you're, I mean, I'm sure you're watching, but Bub is, like, so bad. 
Like I was this close to you. With I know. I was so zoned out. I was so zoned, zoned out. out. I was right here. Like I was literally right here. I probably even could have fucking seen you in the screen, and but I, I didn't. You didn't get me until I came a little to the side, and then that's. And then it fucked with my peripheral. That scared the shit out. Am I live on locals or something? You're live on Twitter. Is oh. that why you're trying to? Sh- is that why trying to show the guns? Yeah. Well, I'm also sweating now because the cortisol is rising. So don't, I'm sweaty. Well, give me the diz. Give me the diz. Oh yeah. It's pretty good. So I also look really uh, you lean. You want me to have Macho Man come? Not right now. Tighten that up. Well, how does it work for you though? Because for me, look every time. Every time. Macho. He doesn't have to do right now. We're gonna fix it. Because Live on the air. Watching you grip the mic like a dick. Well, all right. You got some good grip t- gripping skills, though. You get that hand over like this. Look. Well, I kind of had to. Uh, it just it just falls. And I didn't yeah, mind I holding that it. One. I didn't want to disrupt you, but I did have a camera in your face. So close. I mean, that's scary. Within. Do you want to just do the show with me? No. Why not? There you go. Thank you. Oh, that was easy. Uh, that's so much better. Thank you, you Mach. Like I know. Uh, and I, I just, you know what I do? I rest and my finger right here. Oh, thank you. That's, uh, that sounds much better. Thank you. Do you want to get on a mic? You're just gonna stand there the rest of the show? No, I'm gonna. <laughs> what the I'm fuck? Really, I don't know if I can do that. Okay? And the merch pick's you to the yeah, God bless her. Thank you, and thank you for the blanket. Did you like it? I really do. I love throw a blanket. I love cozy I'm on, things. Thank you, thank you. It's so much better. Thank you, much. Thank you. God bless. Have fun in Indiana. Well. Let's just take a call. I don't even know how to get back into regular programming here. Hello, who's this? Hey, on Nash One here. Nash One, what is going on? Also, before I do, did I see Brian from Philly $20? <laughs> Super chat. Thank you very much. Nash One, what's going on? How's it going? Good. Hey, you had me laughing today. You said you don't get into sports, but you were at the end of that <clears throat> the conversation about their uh, interview with Sterling Sharp. You started chiming in. Oh yeah, that guy that caught the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because sometimes they do like they'll be like on a shut the fuck up, but sometimes they don't. They'll just be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah they got the ball. Like I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that yeah. was super funny. Oh, so, thank you for making me laugh. I hear you're. Um, this is. Uh, I'm talking to Justin, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay, because I don't know who is if you both consider yourself to be Nash One, or <laughs> you're 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 older, more- <laughs> right? By a minute, one minute older. Yes, okay, correct. so I, I guess that you're you're denoted as Nash One. Now I right. heard that you, um, Bubba said that you look quote hot and sexy. I think those were the words <laughs> that he used. He said he saw you recently, and that yeah, you we looked hot show. and we are, sexy. I mean, we're up there every you know every race, no matter what, for sure. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, no, I've I've I've, I've definitely dropped about forty five since um, you. Wow, because you look great at the Tarpons so. game when I saw you, and and Bubba said you've dialed it in even more. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Good for you, man. So, but just want to say, hey, you know, hope you have a great vacation. Thank you. you know? I'm excited about um, it. I appreciate it, and I'm yeah, proud definitely. of you. Great, great job. I can't Thank wait to see you next. Whenever I see you next, probably the next Bubble 199. Um, yeah, me and Jim are going to try to make plans for sure to come. Beautiful. Down there, you know, I'd love to see both of you. Right on. Awesome. Thank you for calling in. Uh, thank you, Anna. All right. Bye. Eight one three. 90 Bubba, health, longevity. Who gives a fuck? Let's take calls. Hello, who's this? Hey, Tampa Terry calling in from Muscle Beach, Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, what's up, Tampa Terry? How can I help you? Bro, I want to ask you a question, bro. Yes, bro. So you're a vegan, right? Wrong again. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. So n- nothing with a face or okay. an asshole. No fish, some people ask. No mollusks. Nothing. No critters of the sea, land, or amphibians. Okay. Yeah. Except for eels. Except for eels, bro. Hey, but fuck hey, you, I buddy! This, I hate you! I hate I, you! I, wa- I want to ask you this. How do you get protein 
after exercising to recover, bro. If you are not eating meat, if you are not eating creatures that have stomachs that digest their food, <laughs> that have protein-dense meat, bro, yeah. how are you recovering after exercise? Sorry, I'm still a little sweaty from the um, the ambush incident. Um well, protein is just a macronutrient and can be found in many foods, not just uh, muscle tissue, fibers, or fish, or chickens, or anything like that. Uh, you Now, here's the thing. I will tell you that being a vegetarian, not eating meat, you do not get the full protein profile of amino acids. You do not. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't even argue that it's, the, it's a more healthy way to live your life being a vegetarian. That's not even the argument that I'm making. I do think that there is a place for meat, especially like hunted meat where animals aren't factory farmed and stuff full of uh, antibiotics and steroids. But it's the way that I choose to live my life. I find meat to be repulsive and gross and I don't want to eat it. Much like you have foods I'm sure that gross you out that you don't like the taste of or you don't like them because of the idea or whatever, whatever it may be. So I'm not suggesting that being a vegetarian is is often the healthier way to be. I think being more plant based as plant based as possible is probably your best bet. Um, am I missing out on some uh, significant uh, amino acids by not having meat? Yeah, yes, I am. Can I name them? No, I don't know. I, I don't know that deep into the science. But you can get protein from other other uh, food sources. So I eat a lot of yogurt. I eat a lot of eggs. I have tofu, nuts. Is that good? Okay, so, bro, you do eat eggs. Yeah, I never said I was a vegan. Uh, I don't understand how, I mean, you seem oh. to be a pretty clever man. Uh, why is this so hard for so many people to understand the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan? Oh, it an seems egg. to be lost on just about everyone. Uh, and an egg is like the uh, the veal of chicken. It's like a baby chicken, so I would think that would fall, you know, not yeah, be, well, it's uh, not. part of your regimen. It's an unfertilized egg. I don't eat fertilized egg because then it would be an embryo, and I don't eat embryo chickens. It's more of just like an egg that was in an ovary that came out. That's pretty much what an egg is. Right, right, right. So, bro, here's the deal. Yeah. Um, eggs are basically, I mean, we could probably agree on this, that eggs are basically one of uh, maybe nature's perfect food in terms of uh, nutrients. I, and, I agree. But, bro, there's a, lot of the, there's a lot of the egg that people are not getting, bro. For example, for example okay. the shell, the shell, bro, is actually really good for nutrients, calcium and, uh, and other nutrients. But and you the eat the shell? Membrane. Ew. The eggshell membrane as well, the part between the shell and the egg, that's pure collagen. That's the secret to keeping good joints for the rest of your life. Neil Mount Pleasure, this, you know, 1999, my fasting coach on Alba. Thank you. On the Super Chat, God bless. Sorry, go on. Eggshell membrane is how you preserve, protect, and repair your joints for the rest of your life, bro. So if you want to do, you know, the, the you know, whatever stuff you're doing, jogging or, and, and badminton and whatever kind of stuff you do, bro, <laughs> yeah. the, the eggshell membrane is how you protect and restore your joints. So the, I, I, really, you can eat eggs raw. You can just put the entire raw egg in your mouth, crunch it down, swallow the liquid, and then chew the shell. And that you get all the is that what you do profile that way? Yes, I do. And I'm not even a vegan. I'm just trying to get you know. You just uh, eat it like apple. I can't like a like a Cadbury well, egg. You just with the foil on. Yeah, it's it, it's like how it's like how a snake eats. They put the egg in their mm. mouth, they crunch it, and suck yeah. down the fluids, and then chew the rest. Hey, um, I mean so that's what you need to be doing. Whatever, bro. dude. That's uh, not see you doing that. I want to. Uh, I want to see you doing that soon, bro. I think that'll really help you out. And, um, you know, the eel thing was weird to me. I don't know. Yeah, that was know, weird to me, too. Really animals. That was weird eels to me, too. Not really animals, though, bro. They don't oh, they kind of are. They're uh, uh, snakes of the sea, not a sea steak. I keep looking over my shoulder because I am petrified. Bubba's going to scare me again. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty fucking gross animal that I ate. It's a snake of the sea. It's disgusting, and I'm not happy about it. And again, like I mentioned on Monday, this is my Hogan sex tape. I don't think I will ever fully be able to 
uh, mentally and physically recover because now the the nutrients that were once in that eel are now in my body and my body is utilizing them against my will, which I'm not happy about, but you know, it is what it is. I consumed it. It's gone into my gut. It's been absorbed into my gut and my bloodstream. And I, I, unfortunately I I can't rein it back in. I, I can't. And I don't know what to do. My father, when I, when I called him panicked, I asked him what, what should I do, Father, as a as an older Jew and vegan? And I bring up the Jew thing because eels aren't kosher, so it's an extra sort of weird foreign food I ate. And my dad's a vegan, not a vegetarian. And I said, Father, what what would you do? You know, WWPD, uh, what would Philip Hummel do? And he told me to, in his wise Socratic, Socrates-like words told me to quote let it go and i said no no i will not let it go and then um you know he tried to persuade me otherwise and i told him that the only thing that could make me feel better is if i try to to bring this this place down single-handedly and i'm proud to announce that i have brought down their you know 4.9 star rating to a 4.8 so that's all me baby I'm bringing this house down. Sorry, Tam Terry. Anything else? Well, I heard, you know, that actually ever since you guys were talking about eels, there's a lot of interest in eels in the Bubba Army now. Okay. People are, you know, trying eel for the first Shut time. The I heard, up. you know, there's going to be a lot of eel deliveries to the studios there. Yeah. The really? Is that so? Shout out fuck to Mark Frog in the chat room, bro. Bubba Army Canada. Mark Frog in the chat room, bro. Bubba Army Canada. Yeah, hey, everyone. If you send an eel to the to the station, that's a hate crime. That is a fucking hate crime. Bro, they could... To me. You guys could even farm eels in that, that farm lake eels. In the back there and sell them. They're vile creatures. Because you, you just put two of them in there and they just multiply. Yeah, that's what they do. They fuck each other and they multiply. They're disgusting, vile creatures. And I, 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 I don't even know how to process why and how one ended up inside of me. Okay, but it did, and it now will live there forever. And part of its DNA will be in my DNA. And I'm not happy about it. But at this point, Tim Terry, there's nothing I can fucking do. So I'm trying to live eels through this. Eels are kind of like eels are kind of beneath like snakes and worms and stuff because they're, they're they're slimy and they don't have a brain and they're just like just these I'm weird pretty sure they have a brain. Pretty sure they have a no, brain. They just go on muscle memory. And well, um, you said memory. I mean, it's got to be a se- okay. Whatever. I'm not well, going to argue about eel muscle brains. Mem- muscle, muscle memory, brother. Muscle, muscle memory, brother. But uh, anyway, I got to go. I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Way to ruin my day. Way to ruin my fucking day. Yeah, the eel. The eel thing. Uh, I had NABA. Nice ass bad attitude. Jennifer, she just randomly started sending me facts about eel nutrition yesterday, trying to fuck with me, my mentals. Um, right when I am trying to move past this, uh, and again, it's, it's one of those things where I, I really don't know how to move past this, um, but I feel, and I'm sure there's there's some people out there that understand. A lot of people aren't picky eaters, and they don't really give a fuck. And if, if something wasn't as they expected, it's like, eh, it's not great. But it doesn't fuck with them emotionally, mentally. Um, but someone who is as strict as I am, I mean, my body is a temple. I don't go to synagogue, but this is my temple. This is my synagogue. This is, you know, I, I try to control as much as I can about what goes into this machine, and, you know, I think if anybody in this building would understand, it's probably maybe macho. Maybe. It seems like he's just trying to funnel it in because he wants to get bigger. His goals are different. But for me, like, this is a pristine temple. And I like to, I don't even really like going out to eat that much because I like to control all of the ingredients and in all of my food. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone 
phone number, along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. To the best of my ability. You know, I find vegetable oil vile, okay? So you can only imagine the surprise and disdain and disgust I had when I realized I ate a fucking sea snake. Okay, and in my mind, I thought all eels electrify, electrocute the prey because I'm dumb. So I was like, did I just eat a fucking battery? Like, what the fuck? I just spit all over the board. Sorry, Bubba. Um, yeah, so it, it, it meant it, it's messing with me. And then, you know, all of my good friends, as good friends do, they like to bring it up, rehash it out. You know, this is my Hogan sex tape, and I don't know how I'll be able to get over it. And it, it it did help knowing that I wasn't accepting any of the things the owner was offering me. You know, he tried to give me a free dessert. He gave me a free roll, whatever, but still made me pay for the eel one. Awesome. He, gave me, he also gave me some free green tea, I suppose. That's, that was nice. But it, it, the, I, I wanted to make him as miserable as I was, and that is when you... Ref- when you refuse someone who wants to help you better and you refuse their help, you're you're imposing a cost on them because they desperately want to feel better. They have this guilt and this shame. And if you accept their apology by accepting their help, you are alleviating some of that guilt and some of that, you know, inner turmoil. But when you don't accept that help, even when they're begging you to take it, you are giving you are making them feel your angst. And that was my goal. I didn't want any help. I didn't want anything extra. Don't give me a free dessert. That will not make me happy. Get away from me. You know, maybe if he would have dragged the waitress out by her stupid hair and berated her publicly and fired her on the spot as she cried and said she didn't know how she was going to feed her family the next day. Yeah, that would have made me feel a little bit better. That would have that would have improved my mood. Not going to lie. Almost 100%. I probably would have been like, all right, well, I'll be back next week. Like, that would have been nice. Now, I'm not that person. I'm not going to call for people's heads. And I understand that a lot of times you have a loyalty to your employees. Uh, Not all the time, but often you feel the need to protect them because you know them personally, right? It's like Bubba can make fun of me and shit on me or, or Dan or whatever. But when someone calls in and they start shitting on me, the, the instinct is to protect. Like, this is, hey, this is one of our tribe's members here. You know, we can make fun of her all we want. But when you come in as an outsider talking shit, that ain't cool. You know, much like when you when you talk shit about a family member, a, a sibling or your parent. You know, you can talk about your sister. But if your friend starts talking about your sister, well, then that is just not okay. It's the same sort of, um, it's the same sort of concept. So... I, I knew that he was going to try to protect her, which made me angry, um, which is why, partially why I didn't accept uh, his help. I would have liked, I, I like public humiliation. Like, that makes me feel better when someone does something. And it, it's very, there's very few occasions where something like this happens where I, I want so much back. I want so much Pain inflicted on you emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, everything. I, I just, I want you to feel my pain. Um, that I would have appreciated, like, a, if she would have approached the table. Like, he, if he would have, like, dragged her out from the kitchen where she was pretending to put things away. 
And if he would have dragged her out and say, what, tell her what happened. And she explains herself. She's apologetic, maybe even starts crying. And it's a public display. That would have made me feel better. Knowing like how embarrassed she was. I like that. I like that. Public humiliation is a good, um, is a good remedy for, for the pain that you've inflicted on other people. So just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. Take some calls. Um, people are really passionate about eels around here. Hello, who's this? Hey, on it's South Tampa. What's up, hey, South Tampa? Um, you're going to you're going to Colorado Springs. Are you going to climb on the incline, the like 2,700 steps? Is that a Pikes Peak deal? I feel like it's not. It is. It's right it by is. Pikes Peak. Okay, like, we're doing Pikes Peak. We're getting the we're getting the donuts. Um, and then we're doing uh, Gar- I, I always want to say Garden of the Galaxy. Uh, Garden of the Gods, right? That thing? Yeah, yeah Garden okay. of the Gods. Thank you. Um, but that incline, is th- I think you would like that. Um, it's like people, a mile up, I think, um, or something. Yeah, it's like 2,700 steps, something like that. So. All right. Uh, now, keep in mind, I I don't know how well I'm going to be, how, how good I'm going to be feeling, seeing as how I had suffered from altitude sickness before, so... Uh, isn't the top of Pike's Peak like what is it, fourteen thousand something elevation? I might be fucked. Well, that's 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 not. You'll you'll definitely. Oh, it's di- I mean, that's a different uh, thing, I think, attraction. Okay. Yeah, that's a different attraction. It's it's it, uh, it, it's. But if you look up the inc- like Colorado Springs incline, it'll come up. You do have okay. to make a reservation online, but I think that's just like. Probably Colorado being Colorado. Okay. Like, oh, Are you hey, from Colorado? Please wear a mask. Me? Yeah. No. I mean, I know you reside no, in South Indiana. Tampa now. Oh, gross. I mean, uh, that's good. That's your Hoosier. That's a great. It's fantastic. Now, I literally, you know, uh, I literally grew up like 15 minutes north of Warsaw. So, um, do you have it as such an intense but, uh, pride of where you grew up as as Bubba does, or is, is that kind of unique to him? You know, I do love it. It was a great place to grow up. You know, like I mean, it was just idyllic. Like, you know, sure, Americana. I get it. Your bike everywhere. How, how old are you? If like, I may I mean, ask, it was a small town. How old are you? How old am I? Yeah, I'm 44. Okay, so like you experienced life before the iPad, is what I'm saying, and rode your bike everywhere, and you're a Gen Xer. You know, you had f- more freedoms. You you probably didn't have helicopter parents. Yada yada. No, I, I actually had my parents were teachers, so I, I like went through life thinking that everybody's parents were off all summer. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, you, you, which was sick. You know, you didn't know it at the time, but you're like, hey, let's uh, can we do this today? And they're like, sure. Um, so uh, that was you know that was that that was that was definitely um, definitely fun. But I mean, like, um, I just I, I have kids now, and I try not to put them in front of a pad at all. Yeah, um, it's it's just. It's just, uh, it's, it's not just, good. Uh, it, it, mean, uh, there's no way that a, a kid, and again, I'm not hating. I'm not a parent. I know I'm going to get a lot of fucking flack because you're like, you don't have a kid. You don't know. You're right. I don't, but I do have a brain that works. I, I feel like there's no way for you to put, uh, uh, an iPad in front of a, a toddler or three year old and then also expect them not to be addicted to their phones when they get one, when they're eight or nine years old or whatever. Like that's obviously going oh, to happen if they're like it, from their early, if their earliest memories are like, you know, playing a, a game on an iPad, there's no, there's like no hope for them to not be addicted to technology when they get older. So. Do you know what we watch? Like I watched the, uh, like on Amazon kid or whatever, Amazon, uh, whatever the video, uh, like, I, don't I watch know. the old Mr. Rogers from like the seventies and eighties and they are unbelievably good and they're not cartoons and they're real. Yeah. And it's just interesting how, um, good in what way, like the you know, lessons that you learned or, uh, it, I, I yeah, kind of forget great stuff. I mean, what, was it just like basic arithmetic? Like what, right. Was it that I can't even really remember or was no, it like, be a good friend, like, you know, like, be good to your neighbor. Being a good friend, shit like, like that. being responsible. Like they also go out and like visit neighbors and like say like, oh hey, this is how they make like graham crackers. I see. Like, okay. Like, kids love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like but if you watch the other stuff, it's like 
you know, they go so far uh, uh, beyond of like what, uh, like what normal, at least in, in, in my world is that, you know, it's like, I don't know, but like the, the, the um, I just like watching the stuff. It reminds me and, and they like watching it. So good. Um, kind of takes it, you it, back. It, it, it's a, uh, yeah, and I don't. I mean, we're very, very strict on screen time. No, that's great. They're going to get it other places too. Yeah, yeah. No, they certainly I mean, will. I mean, they're going to have to live. They're going to have to coexist with technology in some capacity. You know, they're going to have to have a phone. It's just expected when if Bubba texts me and I go and I'm like, I didn't get it. He's like, What the fuck? You know, I can't just be like, Well, I decided to go into a dopamine detox for a few days, so I'm, I just threw my phone out the fucking window. You know, I'm fired. I can't. I have to be in contact with people. But it is also it's hard because then you have to if you have it in front of you. Now you have to exert some sort of um, self-control, which is hard. Right. So it'd be much easier if we just all threw our phones out the window and then, you know, we don't have them anymore. The first few days might feel a little itchy, but after that, we get used to it. But if we have it in front of us to not look at it all the time, it takes a lot of willpower and I think that's really where people get into into the struggle is that they have to kind of um, they have to uh, what was what I'm looking for just self they have to have exhibit self control and self discipline which a lot of people don't have including well, myself. And, yeah, I don't either. One of the greatest sporting events I, I think in the world is the Masters, the golf tournament in Augusta, Georgia. You're not Ugh. allowed to bring a phone in there. Oh, so literally, it's like you're going to the dark side of the moon. It's absolutely. But guess what? Everybody's in a good mood. Nobody's like standing around trying to get a selfie. Like it is, it's so old school and it's, it's just, it's incredible. So, you kind of do they just tell like, you to like leave it, away. leave it in your, uh, in the car or, or is it like, is there, are there lockers or do you have to, do you put it in a locked little box and you carry the box around or? You can get a pass, I think, if you're like a doctor or something and had to have one. But usually you can, if, if a phone rings, you were kicked out, you're gone. You're done. Oh, I see. It's um, disturbing. And, and then the people who gave you the tickets also are probably losing their lifetime passes. Wow. So it's just they, they have banks and banks of phones. You can make long distance phone calls to wherever you want. Um they're all in the same color of green, so they don't you don't even notice them yeah. like on television. But like if you need to call or check in, you can do it. Yeah, uh, but it's just such a cool atmosphere because people are. I mean, the first time I went, I was like at a McDonald's outside of Augusta, Georgia, and there were four guys with gray hair sitting together at a booth at McDonald's. When have you ever seen that? Right? Like they were like little kids eating. Like they were just. Yeah, <laughs> no, like it's sweet when you see those moments, excited. and it is funny because like you hear people talk about all the time. Oh, I went camping and there was no service, and it was just so nice to go off the grid. It's like, dude, you could do that every fucking day. I mean, within reason, right? You have to maybe check your emails yeah. and get your work done, but you could easily put the phone down after that. But you choose not to, even though you know that it would make you feel better if you got outside and did something where you weren't staring at a fucking screen. But and and I'm not I'm not. This is also a self criticism as well because they've hacked into a part of our brains that's just very um, thirsty for you know more dopamine, more action, the next picture, the next video, and unfortunately they hacked into that part of our brain and we're all addicted, you know. And and it used to be like oh it's a kid thing. No, it's not. I mean I I I remember I would or still do, but. I used to go to a gym where there were a lot more uh, old people and they would just sit on the machines on their phone, you know, and they and, and I would see it with the 18 year old and I would see it with the 80 year old. Everybody has this issue. Now, maybe the 18 year old is on Snapchat and the 80 year old is clearly on Facebook. But nevertheless, it's the same thing right. that they're tapping into, which is this, you know, you want to click, you want a notification, you want to be kind of spying on 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 somebody you know. Ooh, what's so and so up to? Ooh, they got married. Ooh, they're pregnant. Ooh, they lost the baby. Ooh, they died. You know, all that sort of stuff. People are very interested in each other's lives, and they really want other people to be interested in their lives. So, um, un- unfortunately, Silicon Valley and the powers of be have hacked into this this part of our brain where it is incredibly difficult. To put that shit down. And I find this for myself as well as pretty much everybody I know. Everyone is addicted to their phone. 
anybody you talk to says they spend too much time on their phone. It's crazy because it's like you have the opioid crisis and you got people on fentanyl and you got gambling and people who are addicted to alcohol and everyone recognizes that those things are problems. But nobody recognizes that being addicted to technology is a problem. And it is. It's melting technology our and brains. Sugar. Yes. <laughs> like yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We got a lot of calls, right, buddy. Well, but- I, have, I, I gotta get back to I gotta get back to dopamining on my phone, damn it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for the, the Colorado shit. All right. Have a good one. Bye bye. Hello, a few more calls and I gotta go because Bubba's coming back. Hello, who's this? On a homeless Joe the supermarket. What's up, Joe? I know I couldn't go a week hey, without hey, talking hey, to Joe. you. What's going on? Yeah, of course. I, you know, I've been with you since day one, you since have. your first on a homo show. Your P1. I've been with you every single one. God bless you. So I want to say, first off, I wasn't expecting to say this, but I mean, it happens, and I have to say it. Your self-defense mechanism when Bubba attacked from behind was just out of this world. You'll have to watch it back and see for yourself. Like, you, you went into this stance where you were ready. Most girls would just swing and hit. You know, that's a girl yeah. you guys normally. But you I got into butterfly guard. <laughs> Yeah, and your discipline was phenomenal. And, yeah. and instead of hitting him back, you like practice restraint, but then you grabbed his wrist so he couldn't do nothing else. Yeah. And I want to give you props for that because that Thank was amazing. You. Thank you. It, it did take a lot of restraint. In, in, the, in that brief moment after the initial scare, I really wanted to hit him. Like that was my instinct was like, just, I just want to punch you. Oh, I know. Um, but I, I instead uh-huh. grabbed his wrist and then started applying pressure harder and harder and harder until he was even like, ow. That kind of hurts. Um, yeah, it hurt. Yeah, it hurt. It it hurt me. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody else is like this. I'm sure they are. But when you get that jolt of adrenaline that quick, it's it's very uncomfortable. Like it, it makes my heart sick. I don't even know how else to describe it. Where it just it makes you feel ill. You just you don't feel good when you get that scare, and and then it takes you a while to kind of come back to normal because all of your what what is it? Your 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 parasympathetic, sympathetic. I always forget which one, which is which. But if it takes it a while to come back to baseline because you've been so jolted by the surprise. Anyways, some people like that. Some people thrive off of that. But the, yeah. the reason why I was calling her initially was because I had to ask you a question. And yeah. I don't know what, how you're going to think the question, but I'm still curious. Well. If you had to go back through this week, and this has been an eventful week, even though it's a short week. Yes, Eels, I'm Storms, curious, Denver, what, yes. What do you think the highest high spot, just show-wise, just show not in your life, but if you had to reflect over this week, if you could think of one time where you just felt so awesome because you felt like it was just the greatest thing, whatever you said it or Dr. Dan said it or Bubba. Oh, just, like something someone said or like an event? Yeah, just anything, whether it was a segment, whether it was a song, whether it was a, a, a second, whether it was a caller, whether it was anything, you pick it. Something where you said this, man, I feel good. I feel like this is a place to be. This is just phenomenal. And I'll tell you mine. Um, it's hard because, you know, we do the show every day, so it's hard for me to remember, like, was this last week? Was this two weeks ago? Was this yesterday? Uh, I mean, any time I'm on the air and I'm genuinely laughing, and you guys can, you guys always, you can tell when someone's genuinely laughing. Or even when I'm not genuinely laughing, I'm just kind of, like, laughing at someone's joke that was, like, pretty funny. Um I'm in a great mood. Like it, it is hard to be sad and mad when you are you can't even catch your breath because you're laughing so hard. So you know anything like that. I mean, talking to Alex Stein was cool. Talking to the photographer was cool. Um, even when I missed the show yesterday, just the excitement of like trying to get here and then talking on the phone as I'm getting lost because I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing and I'm half awake and I'm trying to text people. I saw you in the chat. That was I awesome. got home I and then, that. yeah, and then I popped in the chat. I watched probably about three hours of the show. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was great. Well, it wasn't that good. Come on. Right? It wasn't there. Well, the last segment could have, I could have gone without the last segment. I would have much rather had a 30-minute on a home phone call at the yeah, end of the of show course, too, just to wrap course. up things and let us know what, you know, what you're wearing, what you're eating, what's going on over there. But yeah. I'll give you my favorite segment since you can't come up with one and you're all over the road. My favorite little spot, my favorite little thing that it could be the greatest thing of the year, and, and we've had a hell of a year, was on the Twitch Tuesday 
when you did your Bubba impersonation and you absolutely nailed it over and over and over again. I mean, you had people in chat saying nice things for once. I mean, <laughs> everybody was giving you props. I, I, I had to, I let my mother know right away, like, yo, you need to hear this. You put it on right away. She was dying laughing in her room. Oh, wow. So I don't I even remember you it, you what it was about. Nailed it. Was it about, I think it was, it was you, you were, you were blood so work. real. You were talking, you were. You were talking about my voice, and you were talking about that. You were going in on the sex oh, tape, okay. and you were going in on yeah. all the realism and the real deal, and uh, you know how he won't let it go, and just oh my god, yo, it was just. And then you just kept going and going and going. You even had him popping, but for some reason, Lummy wasn't really laughing. Huh? Yeah. Are you suggesting that uh, he doesn't like me, or he doesn't find me funny, or no, not at all? No, no, no. I'm not suggesting anything. I'm suggesting maybe he was busy. You know, whether he was doing something else, but he could have been. Golly mm. knows he's such a busy guy. He wears so many hats. He does, and he has 18 screens in in, in front of him at all times. You know, directing traffic to dealing with the Bubba Army to talking to Mach, talking to Red, getting clips, doing best ofs, like, you know, talking to the ghosts. He, he's, he does it all. He really does it all. So, you know, we'll give him a pass there. And that brings up another question. I didn't even intend to ask you this question, but you know how Bubba says Lummy's over and he's a chat god and, and we see the love he gets in the chat and yeah. we see the hate you get in the chat. And, and But yesterday when you went through the chat, you saw what it was to actually feel a little bit of love, didn't you? You got a little good well, morning here, good sad. morning there. Hey, we miss you. Joe, it's a little sad when you um when you get into the chat and maybe they're saying good things about you because they're happy you're not there. Saw a little bit of that. I saw yeah, a little bit like, wow, this not- is so amazing that Anna is not here because we fucking hate that bitch. I saw a little bit of that. And, and to be honest, sometimes it stings. It depends on the day and depends on what is said. And I, I wish I could say that, you know, oh, it doesn't affect me at all. It clearly does. Obviously, you guys have seen me completely become unhinged at some points when I read something and I just go absolutely ape shit. Uh, but at this point, I try to just tell myself that when I see a lot of hate about me, I'm like, wow, this person is obsessed with me. For better or for worse, they are obsessed with me. Obsessing over my every move, and that kind of makes me, you know, yeah, I get off your on your name. Every 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 post dropping your name for some reason, but sometimes I'm so underwhelmed by weak hate. Like they think it's funny, but it's so weak and it's yeah. so pathetic. I just don't even. It doesn't even bear repeating or responding to. Yeah, weak hate is better than strong hate because strong hate hurts. Like, I don't know, dude. I'll, strong I'll, hate I'll is the when they start telling the truth, and that hurts. That shit hurts. Oh, truth I hurts. It. It's so fun. Like, how'd yeah. you know that? Hey, and the last thing I'm going to say before I got to run, I got my breakfast. You're not running cold. anywhere. Okay, so I go got ahead. eggs. Oh, I got eggs and I'm excited. No yeah. eel. But here's the deal. Fuck you. Go on. So I fasted for the longest fast I've ever done yesterday. I did 29 hours. That's fantastic. And I started to feel so violently ill. By the, it was from last yeah. I had eaten was before 2 p.m. the day before. And we were going past 7 last mm. night. And I'm diabetic, so probably not eating that long isn't a good deal to mess with my blood sugar. Yeah. And I don't really believe I'm diabetic. I believe they just started sticking me with insulin when I was intubated and I couldn't talk or refuse it. Yeah. And they were giving me food, so they were giving me the insulin to regulate my blood sugar. Yeah. But now they got me on 55 units day and night. You know, that's 110 complete. And it's just... It's a lot of insulin for somebody that they didn't. The doctor said, "Oh, you might. You're pre-diabetic. You might be diabetic." My A1C was under seven, and then all of a sudden he he put me on metformin, and now I'm a diabetic, according to them. I don't mm-hmm. even believe it. They have no. There's a, right now. There's a mix-up at the doctor's office of how many units I was supposed to get every day, and they got to redial it yeah. back in, and it's just a disaster. It's all the work. Just like the sleep. Well, you're a cash machine, cow. Like if you're glasses. if you're stuck on a medication for the rest of your life, you are a cash cow to uh, to big pharma. You know, you, if, if if it's some if it's a medication that you cannot go off of, you know, and, and again, there are some medications that people need forever. Type one diabetics, they they do need insulin. Their the body just doesn't regulate it properly. Uh, but but if it if it's a type two deal, and again, I'm not a doctor, and I'm sure people will remind me of that in chat. But of everything I know, that sort of shit is reversible if you start changing your uh, lifestyle habits. So, anyways, I got to get going, Joe. There's a lot of people on the line, but yeah, I love you. I, mean, I got calls coming. I'm busy. Enjoy your eggs. Thanks so much for your time. And without your eel. All right. Bye bye. Keep well. God bless. Uh, hello. Who's this? 
Yes, Philip from Jersey. Uh, I want to say the show's been going pretty well. I think you've been doing pretty good at hosting. Thank um, you. Running along. Uh, I just think the whole the, the funny thing was uh, when you uh, missed the show, I had a couple questions because uh, when you missed the show, I heard you calling in, and it kind of sounded like you was on a Bluetooth in a car, but I've done that with the boss before. Hey, boss, hey, 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 yeah, the, the water's coming up to the hubcaps. The hills are coming up to the hubcaps. Oh, my God. So was it a gimmick or you was driving and water was coming up to the bumper, for real? I don't want no bullshit. I don't think Just I ever said the that the water was coming up to the, the bumper. Truth. I don't yeah, think you it, were going like you were, you were like the eels were coming up to Gus's, you know, up to the up to the doors. What uh, happened? You were I don't think I said that. And where, where was the rain coming up to? How far did the rain come up? I mean, I have a video of you it. Even, on you even You're driving. not even waiting for me to you respond. Even driving. Okay. We don't. I don't believe it because you don't you have know, to. How far was the water when you were driving? You said I have to turn around. They, what? But the eels are coming up to Gus's hubcaps, the bumper. Um, I don't, I don't think I ever made such claims, sir. Why did you have to turn around? Uh, because the cops were blockading Memorial Highway, which was the only way for me to access the BRN. That was the road to work and I couldn't get and there. And didn't know what map you used. I, I don't know if I used my maps. I don't know if I used. I, I was on Google ways. Maps. You, you didn't know if you used Google Maps. You didn't know and you wasn't even in the car. Okay. Like, oh no, oh no. They know the gimmick. The gimmick's up. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Uh, hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, Anna. It's Steve, the grumpy old man. What's up, Steve, the grumpy old man? Hopefully, you were better than the last caller. How can I help you? <laughs> I hope I am, too. Yeah. Good, good Lord, take us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just wanted to say, uh, as far as what happened to you with the eel, and I'm not trying to harp on you about this. It's okay. My father played a prank on us 50 years ago. My father put, and please don't look this up, he put head cheese in the refrigerator. I was seven. Head you cheese? don't know what head cheese is, I don't. Don't I... look it up. Well, sir, you can't be telling me shit like that, because now... <laughs> You know, it's I like when Bubba, bu- bu- Bubble, when Bubby's, Bubby, when Bubba says, Bubby. don't Google me, head cheese, uh, I don't even want to. Head cheese is not fun. Uh, brown it, or a cold cut, uh, something meat jelly. Okay. Yeah. Is it just like, uh, is it, is it fat? Is it gelatin? What the fuck it's is pig it? Parts. Pig parts. Okay. Separated chick, uh, pig parts. They just kind yeah. of scrap it all together. It, it yeah, it looks like, like kind of like a fruit cake, like a gelatinous <laughs> fruit cake. Um, exactly. Yeah, and that's it may that's taste nasty. good until you know what it is. Yeah, that's pretty much my uh, situation with the eel. It didn't. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It didn't taste bad, but no, it, it fucked with my I'm mind. Sorry, I'm sorry, it's sweetheart. Okay. I, Thank I, you. I met you. You're you're just awesome. Aren't I love I? you. I think you're great. Thank you for being honest. I'm I'm sorry you you had to eat eel because Lord knows if I would have ate eel I would have probably barfed all over the place. Right, and that's the thing is like it's a pretty adventurous food for just the average person. You know, it, it's not even just me being Anna being Anna. It's it's a fucking weird food even for people who eat meat, fish, and other shit like that. Even they are like, ew, I don't eat eel. Like even Dan was like, God no. Lummy was like, God, no. I was like, oh, and I ate it, of all people. Disgusting. Disgusting. Exactly. You got, you got, uh, uh, oh, Lord. You got, got played. You got hurt. I did. You got I, hurt. And I would like to collect my damages. Yeah. I, I, next time I'll, I'll be a bit more litigious, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I really didn't want to be a Karen. I'm really not a bad customer. You know, sometimes people are just obnoxious. They find something wrong with everything. I'm not that person. I'm very easy to please. Just don't feed me fucking eel, please. That's all I ask. Yeah. You know? Let let me read the warning label first. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, Thank you so much for calling in, uh, Steve the Grumpy Old Man. I look forward to to seeing you soon. You you as well. God God bless. God bless. 81390 Bubba. Um, Very excited. 
Very excited to go to to Denver in a few hours. I think we got a great housewarming pre- not housewarming present, uh, a, a house guest present. You know, someone who's hosting you. Um, I think it's it's a classy thing to do to get that person a gift if they're really going out of their way for you. And what better thing to get a I wouldn't even say a functional alcoholic, but just to get an alcoholic something than three bottles of touch vodka. Yep. Really, you got to know your audience. And I don't really know the girl whose house I'm staying at too well. Again, I met her on a on a brief weekend bachelorette trip. And the one thing I learned about this person is that they love and abuse alcohol. You know, I saw it with my own two eyes and I I verified this information with almost everyone there. I go, is this like a weekend I'm having a party thing or is this like a every day I got a problem thing? And it was the latter. So I said, perfect. I know what I will be getting her as a, a, a hosting gift of appreciation okay so sad i won't be on the air won't be seeing you guys till monday september 11 very sad i will miss the mic i will miss you people even the ones that are mean to me i love you guys thank you for calling in thank you to those that contributed during my show and all shows and i will see you monday september 11th keep well And of course, God bless.